Hello, and welcome to Inside Track and Field with Coach Rhodes. This is a podcast about the track and field scene in Prince George's County, Maryland. Where we came from, where we are, and where we're headed. Our guests will include athletes, coaches, and others that were instrumental in contributing to the rich, strong heritage that is known for PG track and field. We'll talk history, champions, records, the past and current landscape around our sport in the Washington metropolitan area, affectionately known as the DMV. So sit back and get ready to enjoy as we spend some time with some amazing guests, laughing, talking, reminiscing all about our history. Welcome to Inside Track and Field. Today's guest is none other than Tiffany Nesfield, the 2004 C.H. Flowers High School grad, made an immediate impact by capturing the school's first state title as a freshman on the newly opened sports and learning track and field complex. Her success continued throughout her high school career, garnering 11 state titles, nine of them being individual. A seven-time All-County member, and four-time All-Met member, she went on to the University of Illinois in Champaign. So let's get to it. Welcome, Tiffany. Thank you so much for having Mr. Rose, Coach Rose. I've like gone back from both of those, <laughs> but thank you. I'm excited to be here. Should be an interesting conversation today as we share a long history together. Can you share with our guests how you got involved in track and field? excited to hear this because she's always the one who's like it's because of me um but it was <laughs> my sister Tigera. um she's six years my senior and she ran track um as you were as a coach at Duval and you know as a younger sister I wanted to do everything my older sister did so pretty much when she started running track I was like I want to do it I want to run I want to run and so that's kind of how I got started <laughs> It was like, I'm going to do what she does. <laughs> awesome. awesome. I definitely, definitely have some, some of those memories um, burned into my memory banks on, on you coming around and um, at first being more, more of a pest, but then kind of hanging out so much that you just started to, to fall in love with the sport. So when did you realize this was something that you, you were going to excel? That um, was a tough one. So I, I always tell my clients, you know, and if they don't like something, I'm like, why don't you like it if you're not good at it? Um, so it's funny because when I first uh, started track, I didn't like it. <laughs> um, I wanted to do it and I started with summer track and um, I was good um, and always come like the top one five, but it was hard work. And as an athlete, I didn't want to come other than number one. So I didn't like it because I had to work hard and I would still do pretty well. But I was like, ah, you know, the tension of learning as a young kid, um, you know, what being two, three or four and stuff like that was tough. But I knew that I was going to excel at the sport um, when I started to love it. You know, I feel like when you love something, it's because you're good at it and enjoy it. Um, and as an athlete, you know, 
you have to be really good at something to love it that, you know, that deep. I've seen people are, love the sport in general, but I'm a competitor. <laughs> and in general, anything that I've done, I love it because I'm really good. And so when I began to love it, I love winning. I love excelling at things. I knew that then I was ready to put the work in um, and that it was an opportunity to be great at something. Nice, cool. Yeah, I remember um, one of the times used to come by, you know, you, you obviously your mom would come pick pick your sister up from practice and she'd sometimes, yeah. you know, come a little bit early and stuff like that. So I have, I remember, you know, we had some hurdles out one time and it was kind of the old school hurdles, even though it wasn't that long ago, but it was kind of like the old school hurdles that were a little bit heavier and had all the iron built into it. And you were playing around, I think we were already done with our hurdle work that day. And you were like, well, I'm going to go jump that hurdle. I said, I don't know if you should do that. And you were like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And your mom kind of looked at me and I looked at her and I was like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen. But you went and you, 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 you she, like, she'll learn. She was like, let her do it. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I can do it. I was like, attitude. I can do it. I can do it. Yeah. I can do it. And then I got nervous. <laughs> you got nervous. And I remember, I remember you crashed and I was like, okay, you, you, you learned your lesson, but, but that, that definitely, um, you know, showed me early on the the competitiveness, you know, that you kind of and the drive that you kind of had. So, that was that was definitely a indication to me, like, okay, she she's she's gonna, you know, she's gonna try real, you know, no matter what. So it was it was cool, you know, look thinking back on on things like that, and oh. um, you know, looking back at those things. Um, so how about going into segueing into one of your um times when you captured a, a title what was kind of your first you realized that you started to like it what was one kind of your first big title that you kind of you know cemented like hey I, I, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna I like it I'm gonna continue to be good at this that is um tough I was you know I think the I actually want to go back to summer track actually so you know junior olympics you know, I, I think I did the 100 hurdles and also did the 200 hurdles. <laughs> and I realized I had been better at the 200 hurdles, I think, than the 100 hurdles that year or something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I love the 100 hurdles. Don't tell me I'm better <laughs> a little bit longer. I'm like, it gets longer in college, in high school. Um, and that kind of, there it seemed to me that I was like, all right, when I go to high school, like, this is, this is serious. I want to continue in track and field. I love it, you know. Like, is that our, we talked about me falling over the hurdles in the beginning, but that kind of, that drive of something that you try and you fail, and then it's like, all right, now I gotta succeed in it. So, you know, that little memory of me falling over the hurdles was kind of like a start to like, I'm gonna do these hurdles and I'm gonna, I'm gonna show everybody that they're wrong because outside of that story, I wanted to do hurdles because of my sister and everybody in my summer track was like, nope, you can't do hurdles, you can't do hurdles. And, that's the worst thing to tell me. I was like, what? I can't do what? <laughs> so um, to then start doing hurdles and everybody was like, you definitely doing hurdles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you're definitely doing hurdles. And then, you know, to be successful in it, um, you know, Junior Olympics was a big thing. There's so many athletes. Like when I think back at summer track, I'm like, oh my gosh, it was an all day thing. <laughs> and by the time I got Junior Olympics, you had, literally everyone coming from everywhere um, and the best of the best. And we're still pretty young, you know, at that age. So 
it was just kind of seeing people who are really working hard at a young age <laughs> and then being like serious at that age, which was kind of weird, um, but also exciting. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, those times were definitely, definitely very um, exciting. I, like you said, I, I remember, um, remember them well. And, and we definitely, you know, getting down to, to, to that Junior Olympics um, down in Florida, you know, we kind of expected, you know, the 100 hurdles, you know, to turn out one way and the and 200 meter hurdles to turn out, you know, you know, a certain way and stuff like that. And you just realize that the, the, um, the breadth of competition that's there. So it was, it was very, you know, it was definitely very eye opening and I think it's inter interesting. Um, so how did you how how did you prepare mentally for big events and races? What were some things you did to kind of just get yourself ready? Um, a few things, at least the night before, <laughs> starting with that, um, having a good meal, um, going to bed early so that I could wake up early and eat early enough because my race was always first. And you know, you have the nerve, the butterflies, which I needed to compete. So need to make sure my stomach was empty <laughs> by the time I got to the track. Um, but even the night before, um, as I went to bed, I would visualize my race um, over and over and over again. I'd make sure I'd fall asleep to my race. We'd get into the blocks, we'd go over the hurdles perfectly um, so that it was automatic because the race you know 100 hurdles 55 hurdles are so short you know I don't anytime that I would actually see the race or be in the race and remember it I was like oh, I was running too slow <laughs> I was like I was thinking too much I was like and it was like a blink and I'm like oh what happened I'm like all right that was a good race because everything was just natural and it went um so I wanted to make sure I had a good good visualization of what I wanted to do and then you know everybody has their like routine I listen mm -hmm. to my um, get into my zone before I race and everything. And you have your set things. A lot of people slap their legs, get into the block a certain way, you know, has to be done, you know, the same way every time. So you feel comfortable. Um, so definitely had that routine and not as extreme as some others, but enough to just <laughs> keep me focused um, and ready to go. Definitely. You, you athletes are definitely and coaches as well, they're only creatures, creatures of habit and, and have their have their ways, they they do things. Um so you you were able to compete, you know, you know, pretty well early on in in your career. And um as I mentioned in the opening, you know, from your freshman year, you were able to capture an individual state title and um and you you know the success continued, you know, throughout your high school career, especially in the short hurdles. Um, but Prince George's County is, is, is a pretty competitive, um, you know, area in track and field. What, why do you think that, um, we have such a strong, you know, heritage in, in the area? So that's a tough question. Um, cause I feel like I'm an implant to the area. Like, you know, I got into track just because it just happened. Um, but, and I also didn't realize the richness of, track and field like I was there and as a youth athlete you know realized you know I knew the world's big but I just I didn't realize that our county was just great <laughs> and our counties was like states <laughs> and then I'm like oh in a second we're going to states and I'm like it's pretty much the same people with the speckle of other <laughs> counties and I'm like um, wow um but I realized I think it's the people the coaches actually the administrative people come before us that kind of laid a good foundation of the desire to have good athletes um, 
to recruit. We had some recruits. <laughs> I know we did. Our county definitely recruited, um, which I know we only talk about, but um, I remember that. I remember other schools trying to recruit me, even though I wasn't <laughs> going to supposed to go to that school. Um, but I think we had people who cared about the sport. Um, you know, I think it just, I don't know enough of the deep, deep history of our county um, and how many years before that we've been, you know, a strong dominant force. Um, but I do know being an athlete from there that um, there's just a love for the sport. Like even afterwards, the athletes that, you know, uh, we were competitors, but afterwards it was like, it was a big group of friends. Like I remember, you know, right, right. summer track with, we went to different high schools, but like, we still enjoyed each other, you know? And I remember going to Largo, like a lot of girls who competed against, we were still friends. It was like, this is fun. We enjoyed it. It was a whole nother whole microcosm, of, you know, of right. track and field in PG County. Um, and I don't know, I think we just bred it. Like it just, something that cultures continue to breed, like people want to be a part of it. So even people who are other places that felt like wanted to come to, to PG County, definitely with definitely. the best you know so i think you know when you have that culture people will kind of come down or like all right and migrate to this area that i have a chance to to excel because that's, that's when we go to college we go to an area where we think we're going to excel and so when you have people who want that it just, it just tends to happen so definitely no i definitely think the culture of it and and um, the youth track and the summer track, you know, um, um, culture that, you know, kind of continues to, to push it and, and definitely, you know, have, have um, folks that are, um, that are, you know, county, like you said, you, you maybe may be felt more like a, like an implant a little bit, but you found um, folks that really, you know, cared about the sport and wanted to grow the sport. So it's, it's definitely something I think that we, um, that we have we have here and part of the reason why i wanted to you know start these conversations with with um, a lot of the former athletes and and hopefully you know we'll get to to talk to current athletes you know student athletes here as well um look thinking back to those uh to the coaches i know this one like i said how did um what 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 coaches um kind of impacted your development or or you know helped you um you know really uh, get this track and field passion that you had? Well, my really only coach, <laughs> Coach Rose. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. um, and not to the fact of saying, um, I just, I started summer track, but you were there from the beginning, even though, um, you know, I ran for Kevin Largo and I had, you know, Daryl and they were involved, but in between the summer track, I used to train with you <laughs> during the winter. Like I always trained you. Um, being my sister's coach, um, I think the the biggest thing is believing in someone. You know, a seeing someone's talent um, and kind of instilling them that you know they have the ability to do more. And um, it wasn't a you know some coaches which I admire like they're really hard on you and you got you know go go go. But that wasn't it, and I appreciated that. Um, it was just. Like I knew that A believed in me. And for me, that's really important because a lot of times, you know, it's just youth, they don't always have someone they believe in, they can do more, they can do better. Um, and coaching in a way that they need to be coached. 
um, and everyone responds differently, but it was really important on hard work, dedication, you know, technique. I think we had a good foundation that you laid from, from a youth standpoint that I got to, off that foundation, you can do anything. So there's a lot of athletes that don't have the greatest foundation. They had a lot of talent. Um, mm -hmm. I think for me, it was a combination. Like, you know, I'm never, I never gonna say I was like the most talented athlete, but I had a really good, I had a really good foundation. I had some talent and had some dedication to, to do it. And I think that mixed together, you know, got me some results. And so um, having other coaches um, in my life that may not have been the same, it made me also realize what I had with you as a coach um, that made a difference in my athletic career. Um, and, you know, I was coached, I don't know how many years, like from, from nine until yeah. what, seven to 18 years old. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a long time. That's like, a, you know, they always say coaches like parents, like you're my third parent. <laughs> um, so it's, I don't know, it's an invaluable uh, relationship, but, you know, it made me who I was as an athlete. So. Oh, definitely, I appreciate those words and 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 good you know good student athletes, good athletes, good people help make each other you know be better. You know, I'm a firm believer in, in that as well. And and I think you know you being you know one of the you know one of the early athletes at at um, at Flowers, and I had you know past you know we had a past experience you know a number of years before um, when Flowers opened. It was definitely comfortable going into knowing you were one of the student athletes that that we were gonna gonna have there and and open the school but I definitely admire one of the things I admired was um, was your drive and, and and continue to do that your drive to to be great and your attention to detail you know um, it was that foundation of technique and things like that you know you you welcomed critique early on and wanted to you know wanted to have you know things look and feel right as you as you learn the hurdles and as you learned you know more and more about technique you wanted it to be correct so i think those things definitely made life for me as a coach be kind of easy because it's like you would come back after a race and i would give you three you know flaws that i saw and you'd know there was there was five flaws coach rose you didn't you were trying to be nice. You didn't tell me about the two other things I didn't do right in this race and things like that. So that was that was pretty cool. You know when those things um, when those things happen. Um, so how did how did um, your college experience kind of going into college? And a lot of people, you know, go into college and and they they experience you know a, a tremendous amount of success. A lot of people go into college and they stay you know about the same. Um, a lot of people just you know it. It, it, it's a different for everyone, but but um, you were able to to um, move on to the collegiate level and experience that. How did that differ a little bit from from your youth and your high school experience? Um, it was a big difference. <laughs> um, I definitely, you know, everyone knew I wanted to go to the Olympics, so I'm not you know hide you know hide that. I was a disabled before I left, and so a big part of me choosing the school, you know education is important so i wasn't going to ignore that and i wanted a good track school and a good academic school um but i didn't get the results that i wanted um from my college career and um which i think made me realize the importance of a the people who surround you um knowing what gets you there you know a lot of people 
you know, think, oh, I got myself here and stuff like that. You know, they don't realize everything else on the support system behind you, you know, excelling in certain things you can, you know, I, I'm driven. So there's not, you know, my, my parents expect, you know, a lot from me, but so do I. Like, I expect more than anything else. So it wasn't that um, I went to college and didn't expect the best for myself. Uh, there just wasn't the belief and support system that I was used to um, when I went there, which was really weird because I'm very independent. So, you know, I wanted to go far away from school. So it was a really weird thing. Cause I was like, oh, I'm not close yeah. to home. You know, I, my family from the Caribbean, we traveled. So it wasn't like, some people were like, oh, I need to be close. I don't want to be too far from my family. Um, and I'm close to my family, but I didn't realize um, the benefit or how much I may have needed my family and those around me um, during college. You know, I was fine the, the first year. I think when I came back to mm-hmm. visit, that was the first time I was homesick. I wasn't homesick in the beginning, but when I came home and I realized what I was missing, I was like, oh man, I miss home. And, you know, I haven't really talked about track yet, but, but that I think impacted how I did um, in college, you know, no home cooked meals, <laughs> you know, I actually went to school and decided to eat healthier. So it wasn't like, I was, it was like, <laughs> oh, you know, I didn't eat, you know, um, a lot of vegetables, but I was like, all right, I got to do this. So I was, I was definitely determined and motivated to excel in college. Um, but I didn't see the results that I expected. And I think people don't think about the mental um, capacity, the social capacity that you, you may be missing, which is important, you know, not just how you perform, but those things, are big <laughs> right they're they're a huge part they're a huge component in in your in in getting the desired results and in in, in, in in getting that success mm-hmm. so that's definitely okay no thank that's 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 very um that's some great insight especially you know going into um kind of the the next topic i was gonna uh, want you to talk about was what what would you um want like young people that are in track and field now in, in Prince George's County, you know, what would you want to share with them or tell them? Oh, so much. (laughs) (laughs) So much. I'm like, where do I start? Um, one of the things you're more than an athlete. Um, I think that's my college career was really tough. Um, but I also, that's where you realize who you are and a lot of things shape you into who you're going to come. You know, you're always changing and developing and growing, but I think it's a big growth phase and you get to kind of do it on your own. <laughs> um, yep. So, you, you know, you, during high school, you get to do it with your family. Um, and most important, I think, is while you're in high school, um, so many things. First, realize, realize your foundation, what your rock is. Um, um, appreciate it and just understand that it's there, whether it's family, whether it's a person, whether it's your faith. Um, also know that you're more than just an athlete. Um, I think a lot of people identify it with it so much that when it's taken away, they can't handle it. Or if it's not going well, it kind of breaks their spirit. Um, and so, you know, as much as I think all of the elite athletes, um, they are, they're all cray cray. <laughs> they're cray. I mean, yeah. crazy yep. to be an elite athlete because you, you yep, that's true. above everything else. There's a lot of sacrifice 
um, that happens. So I don't want to say, you know, but you're still, even as an elite athlete, you're more than an athlete. And if you don't understand that, it still can mess you up from reaching to that next level. Because um, being able to, to love the sport and do everything for it, but you need to be able to step away so that you don't, you can have that mental capacity to rejuvenate, recharge, and have something else so that you can go into that world and then also come out of it. Um, so uh, there's there's so many things I can talk about. <laughs> so <laughs> know who you are as in you're only in high school. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's no, that's that's such excellent advice because we put in when you when you look back and you put in so many hours of of, of training and so many hours of perfecting your craft and you know traveling and, and just a lot of everything is invested you know into that and um, I never forget uh, Arthur Ashe um, piece I looked at and and he talked about. Um, you know, he talked about if you spend, you know, all your time, you know, putting into this to this sport and you neglect some of the other stuff, there'll be, you know, if you don't happen, you know, to achieve or, or reach the desired goals in that sport, there's nothing else to replace it. it, it with. Exactly. And mm. you know what? So, How you treat stuff like this is going to fight the rest of your life. You're like, you know, literally you are creating a habit even within the sport, whether it becomes your job or your work or your education, if you're continuing to pour into one thing, which is great, but you have to understand how to also balance your life with other things to ground you because then you're not grounded. Um, and so when one thing is gone, like you said, like you said then your whole world is kind of like, what is this hole that I need to replace? <laughs> I need to instead of replace it and fill it with something else if you have other things that you can manage. And then you can also possibly do Excel better because you, you know, you can take a step back and look, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to figure out, you know, um, and really analyze before you move forward or decide to switch to something else. Um, but I do want to say one other thing, because I feel like um, this more personal thing is I did not, in high school, I did not celebrate the, which was the big wins, small wins. You know, I always had this big goal, <laughs> so everything else just seemed to be step stones to get there um, mm -hmm. and look back and for some people that'd be all that they you know like it's a big accomplishment and so it's a lot of times like oh you did this and I was like yeah and I kind of just brushed it off like it wasn't it was <laughs> like yeah yeah whatever you know um you talked about the championship before like what was you know big championship for me the one that I remember most is the Pangea Invitational <laughs> and that was my first race and I think it was the yep. most important because I was nervous didn't know what to expect didn't know my place in the high school track you know if i was going to be the fifth or whatever and i came and i won it and i was like whoa and then you realize oh i'm actually good <laughs> that, was, that was the first thing i was like oh crap i just beat like seniors here and kind of set a stage for for my track career um but also then after that like it was expected so i didn't you know when you expect things a lot of times you don't enjoy it as much, you know, you know right. myself. So I wasn't racing the goal, I was racing the time. You know, those my, my excitements were, ooh, when I ran this time and if it wasn't better, you, you know, I was like, oh, that wasn't it. Like I ever win a championship and not being happy. And I'm like, <laughs> because I didn't run what I wanted to run. Um, so just to celebrate 
um, all those other moments because they're still really great. And, you know, you look back and you didn't get to enjoy them. So that's great. That's that's great stuff. Um, I, I hope our listeners really can can, you know, pick up some of those things about, you know, you know, chasing the time, not always necessary. The the place um, was was real important in in in, in at least in in my teaching of um, the sport to to young people. Um, and I definitely remember um, um, the Pangea, you know, meet, you know, and it was the fanfare around it. Uh, for those who kind of know some of the history, Pangea um, was a was a usually a season opener meet, and um, even when your sister was competing. Um, it would be back at the Baltimore Armory, but we used to have um, foreign athletes sometimes come, foreign high school athletes sometimes come over and compete, but it became a big thing because it, was, it wasn't only Prince George's County, it was, you know, outside teams and things like that, and, and um, it was just, a, it was definitely a great um, experience for you to kind of out right out the blocks, if you want to say, no pun intended, you, you kind of made that, you know, made that stamp. I have a question for you, though. I have a story I want to talk about. We're good stories. <laughs> I have a story as an athlete with a coach. Look. <laughs> I remember Jason when I when I hit my personal best in high school. I think it was actually our invitational or it was a track. And I remember and I remember getting hand times. I think it was actually in I remember that's in the semis and in the finals. And you would not tell me my time. I, they came with some crazy times and I was like, I didn't run that. Like, I know I ran fast, but I didn't run this. And I was like, why didn't you tell me my time? Like, you didn't give me my actual time until after I finished the finals or something. And I was just like, I don't know, I was kind of blown away, but I knew I had ran fast, didn't know the exact time because I got people hand times and I'm like, that's just awful. <laughs> I was like, I didn't run no 13 do, but I was like, but I may have ran fast. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, that was, that was on purpose. And um, again, you know, mm -hmm. to, when you think about Prince George's County, um, you know, Maryland, obviously there's, there's private and public schools, but I used to love that meet because we'd have, you know, we'd, again, we'd have a variety of schools, even some schools from Pennsylvania would, uh, would come down and um, both hurdle races were, were terrific that day. Um, Dominic Berger from um, DeMatha, um, had you know had been running well and and he he dropped a nice time in the semi and then and then you also you know dropped a terrific you know time which is which is our school record um and in this in the semi as well and I was like I'm not gonna tell her I was like <laughs> she's gonna have to let's see you know she's gonna have to wait till after the final but um but that 1369 um is was definitely you know again etched in etched in my memory and um again you know it was it was it was just another example of of you wanting to to really achieve achieve on a high level. But I was looking back at an article, and it might have been your junior year, I think, or or so. But um, Derek Tony was a staff writer, and uh, he he was uh, recapping um, the state um, the state meet. So he he mentioned that you captured the one hundred in the um, 300 hurdles, um, winning state titles to go along with your, you know, the county and the regional uh, titles as well. Um, but the junior, but she, he said the junior relished in joining Shanice Pratt, Adara Jones and Ambria Alexander in bringing the Springdale School its first state relay title in a four by two and 142 one. And um, your quote was, 
it's unfortunate that people associate flowers with me because we have a great group of girls, said Nesfield. We knew we had the group to do it. It was just a matter of going out here and putting it on the track. So speak to me about how you felt about, about your teammates, because there, there definitely were some, some teams that were loaded in those years. And, and we would, uh, you know, we had some, we had some tough, tough competition. So, the, so the, the relay teams didn't always come up, you know, with the, with the first places as you did individually in the hurdles. So, so tell me about some of the, how, do you, how you felt about those, those teams you had around you. Oh man, that's nostalgia. I'm like, oh, I remember that. <laughs> but um, man, we had a we had a good team. You know, I feel like um, being a new school first. You know, I think played a lot into it. We started off ninth and tenth grade. We just had a flowers. We were showing up. We were like, hey, we're new. We're here. Um, it definitely came in to shine some light but we had some really good athletes. And I think we had odds stacked against us because we started out with only literally half the people in ninth and 10th grade who had 11th and 12th, who had been running longer. And so to me, we were doing a great job because every year would add another year of people. Mm -hmm. um, and like, like we said before, summer track was huge. So we had athletes who have been running and were excited. Um, to be part of a team. Um, and I will say this, you know, any team you grow to, grow together, you, you know, you're out on the track, you struggle together. We had to find our place of how we functioned. Um, and that made us stronger yeah. in the end. I think, you know, to not go to full detail, but to go, with, you know, into somewhat our senior junior year was our strongest year. We had we had hiccups in between, you know, um, whether it's just being ladies and trying to figure it out, um, having each other's back, you know, pushing each other on the track, um, you know, trying to be a leader and um, put it all out there. You know, everyone having that same mindset that when we came out, like we came to compete. Definitely. <laughs> um, and so, you know, some, for me, some, at that point, the individual races was all about you. Um, and then when it came to the relays, it was like putting your best effort, at least for me, you know, yeah, we want to win, but it was like, can we put the best? Like, I don't care what place we come in at the end, but as long as you did your part, <laughs> you gave a hundred percent. I remember being pissed at some, you know, we had some time I'm like, all right, you did not give a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Problem. Like, I don't care if we came in third or fourth, but we leave the track. We know we put it all out there. And then, you know, your competitors know. Like, I don't know, there was a crowd of like, hey, we competed. Even if someone else won, it was like, it was good to know that you gave 100% and that was a real competition. Definitely. <laughs> like, I love the competition. So for someone to like just, you know, kill it out there and no one else was there to compete, I love about PG. It was like, we knew that, hey, Largo, Roosevelt, like, we get on this line and you better be ready. Like y'all ready to go? You give the eyes to the girls uh -huh. like, listen, coming in. <laughs> Don't mess with the baton work. Let's go. You know, you yelling at each other, go, go, go. Just the excitement of the relay. So your individual events were were serious, but I felt like the the relays were were fun and exciting. And it was like a whole nother um, just another feeling. Like yeah. just <laughs> let's go you know I don't know but um it was really fun to run with 
you know, with the girls, the team, remember, you know, Dara, Asha, and Bri, all, all of them, um, you know, we still talk today. And even even other schools, like, we, you know, remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's, that was the fun stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely like, looking forward to, to talking with a lot of those, a lot of those um, other athletes, you know, and, and um, hearing their, you know, just hearing their stories, um, like, you know, like you said, it was, it was, you would see them or you'd be familiar with them, you know, through, through the youth circuit or the, or the summer circuit. So when you went, you know, competing with them as your high schools, it was always, you know, fun and exciting. Oh, I get, and trying to, the, the antics in between uh, changing, like, don't, don't be in the right order. Cause I was, yep. <laughs> I was like, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah. Oh. Um, the strategy, you know, the strategy. you were this person, what you, you know, trying to come up. That was the fun part of like, all right, you don't want to get her, or I don't want to, I want to be last, or you know, trying to figure out the right placement um, to run with the other team. Because I feel like in an individual race, it's, it's not about everybody else, it's about you. Um, and that was a time where, as a track, it's a very individual sport, but you actually got to really go and, you know, really think about how are we going to do this? How can we change up my antics of, of competing? <laughs> definitely. Oh, definitely. Um, we like someone out if we're here. If you go first, they're going to get them all off, you know? Oh, definitely. Um, coaches, coaches were definitely in the, in the, in the back, you know, um, I'm trying to, trying to plan and strategize and, and how to just take somebody out of their game, you know, just switch them up yeah. and take somebody out of their game. So that was definitely a, a, a yeah. part of the fun of it. Yeah. We had some amazing athletes, uh, uh, flowers that were, they were dedicated to running and, and seeing us excel. So well, we definitely enjoyed it. So the, um, <clears throat> so the final segment, um, I'm going to call rapid fire questions and try to have you uh, answer them as, as quickly as possible. But um, as I told, you know, one of my guests, you got, you track folks should be able to do that. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to offer three questions up to you. And really just with not a whole lot of thought, just trying to wrap, just answer them, um, you know, in, in, in rapid fashion. And then um, we, we maybe can talk a little bit more at the, at the end. But my first question is, um, which competitor were you most intimidated or excited to face in your high, in high school? Ooh, two, two answers myself, um, and then from Ramona. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Ramona. She was probably the longest person we were kind of like there for a year or not but Ramona was the uh, like we were always going back and forth <laughs> I love it I love it I want I want I definitely want to get to to interview her as well this one um other than your marquee event which event was your favorite um four by one interesting okay. I want to say four to her the only one fun <laughs> <laughs> But it's all the four hundred hurts. I'm like, no, I hated that. I didn't feel like I was ready to go. I didn't make sure. I didn't want to run it if I felt like I wasn't in shape. <laughs> but the four I one is like, it's just fun. <laughs> okay, awesome, awesome. All right, last question. What was your least favorite workout in high school? Uh, um, ten four hundreds <laughs> or no, or uh, <laughs> ten four hundreds were like horrible, but. The ladder doing like three, two, one, because it was like, it was all out and fast and you were just done and you had to go again. Like, I think the ladder is the worst thing you can do in track. That, that, <laughs> that is hilarious. Your your, your your teammate said 
his his least favorite was the 400 the 10 400 workout so that so that's that's interesting that's definitely yeah, interesting. See, everybody again this was fun it, um, reminiscing and, and talking laughing and stuff with you you definitely were left a mark on in pg county track and field and the state to this day you know um i have people you know, still, you know, kind of ask, you know, hey, how's that hurdler you had? They might forget your name. How's that hurdler you had um, doing and, and, and things like that? But you left a mark at, at in history at C.H. Flowers in Prince George's County and in the state of Maryland. Um, again, for that for that time period, that four year time period in high school, you, um, you know, competed on a very high level. And as you stated earlier, and we were, you know, talking not only with just necessarily, you know, winning first place or, or being in the top three, but also um, having times that are very competitive. And, you know, the 1369 in, 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 you know, at, at a, for the school record in the 1372 that is still, you know, stands in, in, you know, in the top 10 in the state and the 805, you know, indoors in, in the state. So you definitely have um, cemented yourself as somebody who's, you know, if they're trying to reach and achieve some success and reach some goals, they're gonna see your name as somebody who they wanna, you know, duplicate and exceed. So um, you definitely have left a, a mark in, in the area. So thank you for joining me. I know, um, you know, folks will be looking forward to hearing um, you talk a little bit about your high school career and, and, and how you went through that. What are you up to these days? What are you, what have you, what are you doing now? Oh, what am I doing now? Um, so I run my own company. Um, so with my love of sports, I realized that I love fitness. <laughs> and so I have my own health and wellness through personal training, nutritional coaching, and massage therapy. Um, I'm doing that in the DMV area. Um, and just now taking the values of growth and personal fitness and being dedicated and, and loving your body and wanting to be healthy kind of just in full tuition, helping that, well, everyone do that, you know, perform better in life. It's funny because that's pretty much been my whole life is, you know, be able to perform better. And so that's literally turned into what I'm doing with my career and trying to help people do the same thing. Um, so it's been, it's been a journey. And I think track um, and an athlete has helped me also be successful in what I do now, um, understand how to get there and help people, motivate people to do the same. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the Inside Track and Field Podcast with Coach Carl Rose. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll see you next time at the track, trying to go faster, higher, and further. Until next time, peace and blessings to all our listeners.